Welcome to a special Valentine's Day edition of Biola Backstage, where we get to dive in deep into relationship questions with highly requested and beloved special guest, Dr. Grace. Now, Dr. Grace serves as a full-time director of Biola University's Center for Marriage and Relationships and is also a psychology professor at Rosemead School of Psychology. Both Dr. Grace and his wife, Alyssa Grace, have counseled thousands of couples in foundational relationship skills, as well as practical insights. He writes a popular blog on relationships, as well as co-hosts a podcast called The Art of Relationships, both of which I highly recommend checking out as they are great resources for all stages of relationships. But without further ado, welcome to Biola Backstage, Dr. Grace. It is a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Oh, thank you, Hayden. It's so awesome to be here, and I'm excited. And you guys just do such a great job. And oh, Thank you. And what a ministry you guys have going. So mm-hmm. I love this. This is awesome. Thanks for the invite. Of course. You know, with Valentine's Day kind of yeah. approaching, I thought, who better to have on the podcast than the one and only Dr. Grace? No. Thank you. That's awesome. Of course. <laughs> I love Valentine's Day. It's a busy month, isn't it? But Seriously, awesome. busy month for the men out there. That's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. And women too, but yeah, for all of us. Seriously. And so I did a student poll and I got a bunch of students submitting questions mm-hmm. and there were specific questions, there were broad questions. And yeah. so with all of that information, I kind of compiled a list of couple different questions that hit on the single stage, the dating stage, the um, engaged-married stage, Mm -hmm. and I would love to ask you these and just hear your insight. Oh, that sounds awesome. Let's do it. Awesome. Okay, starting with question number one. Okay. When do you know you're ready to be in a relationship? Man, that's a great question. Um, I think, you know, some people always say, until I'm healthy or until I'm at this perfect place or until I'm... Uh, at some point, not so messed up, then I'll be ready for a relationship. Well, guess mm-hmm. what? I have um, an opinion on that that says you will never be perfectly ready. There is, we're just human, right? We mm-hmm. have messed up things. Um, so I would say, first of all, you do not have to be perfectly 100% healthy, 100% walking with the Lord in, in a perfect way where your worship and your praise and your time in the word is awesome and all your friends are, well, we rarely ever get there. And so I would say so long as you um, have a sense of understanding what dating or a friendship is, and I would say the best gauge of that is are you needing to make friends um, in order to connect to other people and mm. make your life more fulfilling? Then you're ready. Do you need a connection with a friend? I'd say then you're kind of ready. Do you want that? Um, so my guess is that most people, unless they're very, unless they're struggling in a way that has caused um, maybe some necessary, let, let's say therapy, deep mm-hmm. therapy to overcome, most people are probably ready ready to start a relationship mm-hmm. friendship, but maybe it depends on how you define relationship. Right? Friend. Yeah, or dating. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's super cool. I know I've I've asked a couple people that question mm-hmm. before, and yeah, um, I normally get a response that's a list of yeah. do this, be this yeah. way, and yep. and all of a sudden relationships just seem overwhelming. And oh, I don't want to deal with that anymore because I have all this stuff to do yeah. plus this now. Yeah. Like, 
I need yeah. to put it to the side. Yeah, and, and, and think about the biblical analogy when Jesus tried to heal somebody or, or he didn't ask them, hold on now, are you, do you, do you go to church? Do you pray? Do you mm-hmm. walk with me? Do you call upon me? He just said, no, uh, come to me mm-hmm. and let's have a relationship. And I think for two people or anybody to have a relationship with somebody else, um, you're always going to have areas where you're just not going to match up or meet up. However... The cool thing is the other person can oftentimes bring you along and help grow you uh, mm. because of some things about them that you really didn't realize until you started that friendship. Like, oh my gosh, this person loves other people and they love to go out. They're extroverted. I'm not. But hanging around them has brought me out of my shell. Mm. Well, if you would have waited till you came out of your shell to have a relationship, you might not have started that one. Right. Anyway. Wow, I love that so much. It's such a good testament too to you want to be with somebody that like brings out the best yeah, in you. That's right. And so, yeah, that's super cool. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. <laughs> okay, second question, yeah. which still hits on the single stage. Mm-hmm. What are a few qualities you feel are just very important to look for in a partner when considering mm-hmm. getting into a relationship? Oh, I love that question, uh, Hayden. Uh, I think it goes like this. I would, if you don't have a list of things you're looking for, you ought to create one. Mm. And you ought to know the list and draw a line on things you will not compromise on. And then you have below the line, which are things that you would like, but maybe, you know, are not quite of the level of above. So here's what I would put on my top list. For me, when I was starting to date in college, I had just become a Christian. And uh, so dating in the Christian world, I thought, I know what my number one thing is. They love Jesus. Mm. They walk with him. Now, it doesn't mean they're perfect. doesn't mean that they're sin-free. It doesn't mean that. It just means that their heart is his. They they seek him first in all things. They just love Jesus. Okay, number one. So I wouldn't date without that. Now, mm-hmm. that could be a struggle for some people, right? You're at work, you meet somebody, they're not necessarily a Christian or walking with the Lord, but they're so nice, they're so kind, they, they, they're so friendly, they make you laugh. And then the question is, do you have that on your list or not? And is it important to guard your heart in that case? Mm. So. That's a different question, dating a non-Christian. Let's stay with the Christian. I would say, Hayden, I would put on my list, it's going to be a little bit different than anybody else's list, but most of us share three things. We mm-hmm. want somebody who else who's kind, someone who, for us, or gets us, they're kind of understanding, you mm-hmm. know. Then, you know, so you already have some things up there they're kind a lot of people say they're smart or they're they they have the same maybe similar interests Mm -hmm. that i have and then you know it depends on like i wanted somebody who was really uh good with people kind of outgoing kind of fun and I wanted somebody who was emotionally stable. <laughs> so they were, I dated somebody who was not at all stable. And I didn't know. They would just get really angry at the littlest things. But I didn't know that till we were dating a couple of months. And then she just got so mad. At, oh, I, was, no. I took a piece of paper one time. And we were, all, we were studying in the same room. And I just threw it at her. And, you know, and she turned around like, what are you doing? And I went, oh, nothing. So really playful, right? And I and she got kind of mad. So, of course, I did it again. And I threw this piece of paper at her and I hit her in the head. And she turned around and she goes, stop it, Chris, I mean it. And I go, oh. And I thought to myself, 
is she serious? Is she playing? Wow. Okay, I'll do it again. (laughs) (laughs) And Hayden, I'm not kidding. She kind of snapped at me like, don't ever do that again. I'm trying to study. I've told you before. And I'm like, I knew at that moment there is no way I could date this person further because I'm so playful. And so I put playful on my list and emotionally stable. And so, so what's the top list? Somebody who's kind, somebody who maybe laughs at your jokes, maybe somebody who, you know, in my case, for me, I put maybe those qualities that mm-hmm. I just said. Of course, they'll use. Now, below the line, I mean, I wanted somebody who loves sports. Mm. Well, guess what? I met somebody in Michigan, they're kind of like okay with sports, but it was <laughs> below the line. And it was important to me, but it wasn't a deal breaker. Mm. Yeah, that's so good. I know I find so often in our culture, compromise is such a big thing we fall into. Yeah. And especially in relationships. Oh, compromise, Hayden. I think we, I think what we do is we kind of say, you know, they're kind of, they're kind of feisty or, or, or maybe if I would have compromised on that one, I would have said, well, okay, just don't tease her like that. Or when she gets stressed out, just kind of be gentle around her. Mm. I can compromise, but I'm telling you, it would have been really bad for me, Mm -hmm. um, to be with that kind of person. But I'll be honest with you. It took me to date her before I knew that. And before I recognized how important that was, but I'm going to tell you, you used an important word, Hayden, and that's mm. compromise. Too often we do, huh? Yeah, definitely. I think it seems like maybe, I wonder why we compromise so much. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Well, when I think of the word compromise, I just think of you knowing actually what you need to do in your head, yeah, but you're heart. so like focused on the instant that's gratification good. or what's mm-hmm. right in front of you that you tend to just continue to push that back you know and so if you're seeing like kind of back to the question but um qualities in a partner if you're seeing these red flags but you're like oh they they're attractive or oh they they buy me nice things or oh they make me feel good yeah that's compromising and that's finding your satisfaction your ultimate satisfaction obviously and something greater than jesus and so when your eyes are fixed on him and your heart is set on him you know compromise doesn't flow from a solid relationship with jesus that's really good i like that you know what my biggest concern and fear is for students Mm -hmm. in that regard it's something that we learned and i learned um is that romantic attraction and physical closeness so there's search, there's intimacy, friendship mm-hmm. intimacy. There's emotional intimacy. They get me, they hear me. I can tell them my deepest fears and joys. That's emotional intimacy, right? Mm-hmm. And there's physical intimacy, touch and holding and kissing. Well, interestingly, intimacy, the greater the, for example, physical intimacy, mm-hmm. which in some couples, unfortunately, they let that get away from them. What it does is it brings up the feelings of, love and attachment and intimacy in these other areas like emotional intimacy right well that has one weird bad consequence Mm. if you get too physically intimate and too emotionally connected it brings them so high that we begin to ignore all the red flags Mm. and so what happens is you say oh she's really snappy she she kind of mean to me at times or she she yells at other people or but you know what oh my gosh 
I just love her so much. We're so close. We have such a, a bond that I begin to say I, that bond is so strong, it can overcome any of these red flags. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do, huh? We compromise, we lower the red flags. So my fear for a lot of students, and one thing I counsel is saying, do not let physical intimacy get away from you because it increases your emotional intimacy. But it do- if you do this before marriage, what you're doing is you're blinding your ability to read accurately the health of your relationship mm. you're blind you're blind to it you lower your your you compromise that's the word we use but what right. it means is you see things but you're like oh i don't really care because we're so in love mm-hmm. i'm so connected to them. they get me so much we can overcome these things like uh yeah only mm. until the day you're probably married and then all of a sudden you're going to go what did i do right. Yeah. And that's where I hear, I hear the word in love. Right. And then that almost to me is like, okay, is this love or is this infatuation? Oh, good. Good. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, that's a big difference, isn't it? Right. And it's infatuation, you know, kind of comes from, um, loving, like it's that kind of comes from compromise almost, you know, it's seeing all these surface level things and being so fixated on that honeymoon stage, you know, right. or those surface level things that you're not willing to see past the, mm-hmm. the things of, am I really gonna be able to be happy that's with right. this person for the rest of my life? That's right. No, that's exactly right, Hayden. I think you take the, this uh, infatuation type of situation so far that you, you, what, what happens is I think it, exactly what you said. Love is so much more complex and deep but it gets lost how we love mm. with the feeling of strong intimacy. I want to be with this person. I need to be with this person. They make me whole. They make me happy. Like, uh, you've just lost it. Yeah. They shouldn't be making you whole or happy. That's what God does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Seriously. That's, good. Good that's stuff. so good. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All righty. Now kind of moving on to the dating sure. stage, which is the perfect yeah. transition. Yeah, yeah. All of that has to do with dating and mm. finding a partner. Um, if you could tell me just kind of on the topic of communication, Mm -hmm. why do you believe that it's necessary and do you have any tips to get better at it? Yeah, sure. Um, one thing I could tell you that, that I learned that I, I was doing that was wrong in communication was I, I didn't realize that, uh, I was inadvertently, creating more uh, intimacy than the dating relationship should have contained at, at the speed it should have went. In other words, mm. I found myself getting, and the other person getting very close, very quickly, um, like, oh my gosh, starting to use the word I love you type of situations. And I realized some of my communication style was, I, I, I would, I, I kind of avoid, or no, I didn't avoid, but I went deep. So my communication went from, Hayden, what's your major? What what are you studying? What do you want to do? That's great. But if I start off in a relationship in, in trying to communicate things like, what, what, how's God, t- what's he speaking to you? Mm-hmm. What's in your heart? What do you feel uh, you want? What, what's some of your big, biggest fears and worries? And what's your deep love? And what are your deep passions? Well, Hayden, you and I could sit there, if we talk at that level for an hour or two, we can start to go pretty deep 
And then it begins to make us feel closer, more intimate. And now all of a sudden that dating relationship has been moved or fast forwarded or pushed up an escalator by communication. So I think what you ought to do, you could do it better by managing and watching it. Read, for me, I I think um, communication is oftentimes about being heard. Mm. Okay, you can talk. I can talk, right? but Hayden, the moment I hear you and I say, Hayden, it sounds like this, or Hayden, this sounds like such an awesome gig for you. I mean, this sounds, Mm. and you say, it is, it's awesome. I love this. Then all of a sudden now you're feeling heard. So if you want to increase your communication in a dating relationship, work, it's better. Okay. they, They always say this. It's better to be understanding than to be understood. Hmm. Here's another one. It's better to be interested than interesting. So I'm at UC Berkeley and I'm speaking to students. Uh, me and another bio professor were up at Berkeley and we're talking to students about relationships. How do you do healthy dating? And it was, oh, you can imagine Berkeley is this very liberal place. All these students <laughs> yes. are out there. Many are Christian, some are not, you know, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And we, uh, so I said, uh, a kid came up to me afterwards and said, uh, Dr. Grace, I'm having a hard time knowing how to talk to somebody and, and, and interacting and maybe even going on a date. I just don't know how to do it. Mm. And I said, um, I have six words for you. I have some advice. Uh, and he goes, what is it? I go, well, first of all, uh, is there a girl in this room right now uh, that maybe you, you know and you might ask out? He goes, I don't know. I know her. And am I, I go, Okay, here's what you do. When you see her, and if you go out for coffee, just simply ask and go. And he goes, but what would I say? I don't know what to do. I don't know how to talk mm-hmm. in a day. So, okay, here's my advice. It's better to be interested mm-hmm. than interesting. Too many people try to be interesting. Oh, I done this. Oh, I'm doing this. And the, so they're on this date and they're just talking about themselves because they right. don't know what else. And they're, they're trying to be interesting. And it's better to be interested huh. like this. So, hey, and I said to him, just be interested. And he goes, wait, I think I understand that. I'm an engineer. I get that. <laughs> and I go, that's right. He goes, so all you got to do is kind of ask questions and, and be interested in them. I said, yeah, people love to talk about themselves. Mm. And then you talk about you later on. And he goes, I think I can do that. Uh, so it, I think, hey, and that's the idea. Mm. People that are interested in you, we kind of like them. Mm-hmm. So on a date, you go, so tell me about your family. Tell me about what do you love to do. Tell me, like, what's something that you really are excited about when you graduate? And all of a sudden, the other person's like, oh, they talk to me. They communicate with me. It's a great phrase to remember. It's better to be interested than interesting. Mm -hmm. And I think that takes the pressure off. Yeah, I totally agree that it takes the pressure off as well. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if we become a culture that's so interested and so loving, like, we're the person, like, pursuing the other person – like you're just gonna get this awesome combination of like I'm pursuing yeah. you and you're pursuing me yep. and like yep. from that you know we're able to both understand each other we're yeah. able to both be interested in each mm-hmm. other's lives and mm-hmm. it's not just this 
self-centered is. It takes all the pressure and focus it, off it takes of you, all, like it, you were saying. It does. And so what you're doing on a podcast like this is you're actually, the reason it's so fun, and I'm sure your listeners love this, is yeah. you're expressing an interest in another person and saying, hey, tell me about this. Mm-hmm. And the other person is like, oh, wow, great. Here we go. <laughs> I'll tell you all about it, right? Yeah. And so what I think is really fascinating is that's the same kind of thing in a relationship. Like a, when you're if you have a little kid, you see them and they come in, they're crying from recess mm-hmm. and they're crying. What what do you naturally do? You 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 don't start talking about yourself and say, oh, yeah, I cry all the time, too. But <laughs> what you do is, are you OK? What's wrong? Why, why, why are you crying? Well, they made me sad. Why did they make you sad? Well, they mm-hmm. said they did this to me. Oh, well, that doesn't sound very fun. And all of a sudden this kid's like, I got somebody who listens. Who cares? I'm not sad anymore. Yeah, we do it naturally with young children and babies we just have to learn how to do that in a dating relationship where we take all the pressure (laughs) off uh, and just yeah so it's a little technique I think that you could do yeah that's awesome thank you (laughs) Alrighty, so transitioning into our last piece of relationship advice sure what is um so this is kind of has to do with like engagement and married stage but Mm. is it true that when you know you know well, that that wow, that that's probably one of those questions that may never be answered, you know, of, it, to the final perfect extent, mm-hmm. so that we have an answer and it's better, you know, that it, it we all know that you'll know, and and now we have evidence that you will know. So mm-hmm. if you don't know, then you're wrong or whatever. Um, I, I to me the answer is complex, but. In a simplified form, it goes like this. If you are walking with the Lord, you have good friends who come alongside you, whether it's a parent, whether it's somebody that knows you, whether it, and they concur with you. And you've taken time and you go out, you spend time in prayer and you're willing to give that relationship up for the Lord mm. and say, Lord, take this away. Right now, I'm feeling this. Right now, I'm getting green lights. Right now, I, I'm getting yes, 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 move forward. But Lord, uh, so I think the way you know you know is if that's a process by going, my friends agree that that this you are brought, the best of you is being brought out in this relationship. Mm. Those that know you really well are going, I like the way you are with this other person. And you're willing to say, Lord, I, I, I'm going to move forward in this until you stop me. And because I, but take it away mm. and I'll give it to him. I don't want this relationship to become an idol, Lord. I don't want to love them more than you. I want them to bring me closer to you. Do they bring you closer to him? Do they make you feel healthy heard understood that's when you know now sometimes people get a feeling like i just know it i just feel it and the other person you know they don't even know the other person they're like i think i'm gonna i know i'm gonna marry them and then you call them up and they're like i'm sorry what's your name i don't think god's speaking to me like he's speaking to you so i don't think you really do know it like that like oh come on buddy uh, so, no, I don't think God, you just know and you just see a stranger. Mm. But as you meet this stranger and talk, God can certainly be speaking to you mm-hmm. and saying things like, Hayden, 
I like the way you are with this person, or this person loves Jesus, this person meets all your qualities, and you're like, oh my gosh, Lord, <laughs> this is kind of exciting, but yeah. show me red flags or red lights, because mm-hmm. I'm moving forward. What do you think? Do you think it's red lights and green yeah. lights, or what? You know, I believe that when, it's hard to kind of talk on this if yeah. you're not a believer, right? Because mm. it really all comes down to the Holy Spirit speaking to, speaking oh, to us. Yeah, and so sometimes, you know, you do hear the Lord saying like, well done, my good and faithful servant. This yeah. is who I have for you. Yeah. And other times you feel like you're walking a little more blindly. Mm-hmm. But I think what you had to hit on is, you know, do this person love the Lord? Are they yeah. meeting those um, non-compromisable yeah. like qualities? And yeah. um how do my friends like him? You know, those yeah. people that I trust, like how Jesus had his three and then his yes, 12. Like, sure. do my three love him? You know, yeah. do my 12 think he's cool? Yeah. And so I think a combination of that, you know, really does tell. And mm-hmm. maybe for some people they know and other yeah. people it's yeah. not yeah. when you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree that it's like a myth, but mm-hmm. it also like kind of sometimes yeah. applies to it people. does it really does i think you're right i think most of the time it's the other way you just kind of work on a relationship and others around you and you've put in you know you've seen that person over a year or two let's say mm-hmm. in who they are you've gone through the winter and the spring and the summer and the fall you know where yeah. things are really not so good and you saw <laughs> how they act when things are hard and you saw how you guys are when things are great, but mm-hmm. also when their struggles, how they react to pain or how they, and then Hayden, I think there are times in which God says, this is a person for you. And you'll see as the year goes on that I'm speaking to you now. I think that can happen. It happened mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's so incredible. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, and, Hayden. And lastly, sure. I do have, this is, it can be relationship. Okay. It can be literally whatever comes to mind. Um, shoot for the stars for this one, right? Okay. But what is one piece of advice that you have for Biola students? Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, that's a great question. I, I would say this for Biola students, and it, and it's, it is related to relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, um, I would say this. If you show me your friends, I can show you your future. Wow. Because who you hang around with influences not just who you are, but who you will become. So choose your friends carefully i'm telling you you show me your friends i'm gonna show you your future if they're like ah you know god is cool i love god but they don't go to church they don't love him they're off you know doing pretty soon guess what you're going to follow for whatever reason that so my advice is think choose your friends carefully i think the other thing i would say is date with friendship in mind and learning about not just the other person, but about yourself. Mm-hmm. Date with that. Not romance. Don't date for romance. Leave that alone. And that'll happen. Uh, friendships are just like dating. They just happen to be a friendship with the opposite sex. Do that. Enjoy that. But the same principle that I talked about earlier applies. Choose carefully. Mm-hmm. Because not just your friends will determine your future. But your dating relationships are the same thing because I equate that with just going as a friendship date, let's say. That also will determine 
where you go and who you are and what you like and what you value. So that's what I would say, Hayden, is do those two things. It would be my advice to students. Uh, leave the romance out, you know, as long <laughs> as possible, and you know, just wait. And if so, if it happens, it happens. But yeah. you know, that, that, so anyway. Wow. How Thank about you? you? Do you have any good advice? Is that, or what do you think? Do you think choose, your friends are important, huh? And who yes. you hang around with? Oh, totally. I I'm brought back to um, it's a verse in Proverbs or Psalms, but it says, "Guard your heart, for it's yeah. the wellspring of life." Yeah. And you know, who we are does start to shape yeah. who we become because, or right. who we're with, yeah. um, shapes who we become is because we're letting them into our hearts, yeah. you know, and we're, we're learning to love them. We're learning, you know, whether that's romantically or as friends, whatever that relationship kind of looks like, like you're letting them in. Oh, and so that. that like wellspring of life that kind of goes out from your heart, it starts with them coming right. in. And if you're that's letting right. all these rotten things come into your heart you're going to produce rotten yeah. fruit oh, it's a great analogy hayden and f- it, it, that proverb is awesome from from it flow the springs of life right mm-hmm. that, so that's perfect idea that's that's awesome i love that be careful who you let in but go out seek friendships yeah enjoy the dating relationships that you make but choose carefully who you're going to hang around with and your friends. Yeah, yeah. that's my advice. Awesome. Well, Dr. Grace, it has been an absolute pleasure <laughs> mm, It's been fun to, to talk you. with you, too. Good to hear I, you. I wish we had, like, two more hours. We could do it. We'll have to, have to bring you on to our little podcast, and that'd be fun. Yes. Let's talk about that and relationships, too. Seriously, all I right. would enjoy that so we'll much. We'll do it. <laughs> well, for all of you listeners out there, thank you so much for tuning into this special Valentine's Day edition of Biola Backstage. We will see you in two Fridays.